Don't Bite the Hand That Feeds You, Part 2. This is the other side of the one-handed coin. Uh, Just the proverbial one-handed coin. So podcast one was more about uh, how someone else's perception of my one-handedness and certain limits they perceive me to have or that they are uncomfortable with uh, caused me a bit of discomfort, actually had a very profound impact on me. And in fact, it has been something that I've just constantly, not constantly, it's something that I consistently, that's the word I was looking for, have it arise in my thinking. It's just something I reflect upon. And then this story is something that I have been reflecting upon recently in relation to this other contemplation. And I noticed that both of them started moving in tandem, and they would just arise. You know, they would just kind of show up in my thinking and... uh, I would think about one and then the other, or I would think about one for a while and then the other. And it's just, you know, mostly what I'm thinking about are the conditions that are going on in my life that are allowing these two thoughts to arise. But nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, this experience has more to do with how my perception of my one-handedness and my perceived limitations— had a negative impact on someone I know, someone around me. And again, when I use this title, Don't Bite the Hand That Feeds You, it's really about, like, you know, what I'm trying to say is don't hurt the people around you, the people that you care about, your friends, your co-workers, you know, people that you ride the bus with every day, people you love, Uh, people you're in relationships with, you know, uh, people in your sangha, people in your dojo, people in your group, your pinball uh, competition group, just whatever, whatever. And uh, yeah, I just remember I was doing something in the dojo and this person approached me, this female, Uh, And she had been in the dojo for a while. We have a very good relationship. Um, And they wanted to help me do something. And I can't remember even what I was doing. I I just, I can't remember. I don't, it wasn't hard, but it was more uh, slightly complex. There were a few moving parts in this small activity. And... You know, maybe from the outside, it did look like that it would be easier with two hands or something like that. And uh, So this person approached me, and I don't even know what my mind, my train of thought was, my mindset was. But they, they had said something like, oh, let me help you with that. It'll be easier with two hands, or two hands makes this job easier. And I don't know, it just... It struck some chord with me, and I like I snapped pretty hard at this person, not in a negative way, but more like, oh, what, you don't think I can get something done with one hand? Kind of attitude, more like, how dare you even say something like that to me? And, um, But, it, you know, it wasn't like aggressive. It just was, it, it was this interesting natural re- reaction, response that arose in me, and 
yeah, it, it was almost so nonchalant that this person, um, I'm sure they sensed that on one level, but I think also what it is is that, you know, it just came out of me as kind of a natural defense mechanism, a natural response. And, and uh, I think, I think they, they saw a part of me that was very real at that time, very true, like some essence dripped forward. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this, this, this lady, she, she started crying. You know, she was hurt by what I said, assuming that I th- thought that she thought I was incapable of doing some easy, slight, some easy task that had a lot of parts that didn't, not necessarily complex, but, and, uh, yeah, you know, and it's interesting because even in that moment, I, I really don't think I, I apologize the way that I should have. And that's also a defense mechanism. Like I, I really should have expressed my, my, apology for that moment because uh, it did affect them in a negative way and they saw a part of me I don't think they knew was in me you know and maybe I didn't even know on one level until it came out and then I didn't necessarily want to deal with it I should have just been very honest and say hey you know what I'm sorry (laughs) Uh, I've had there are parts of my life that have been very hard and I, I don't like I don't like hearing or believing that people believe I'm incapable or I have low capacity or, you know, there's things I can't do. Um, And yeah, it just, yeah, even to this moment, you know, even in this moment, it still sets me back a little bit that 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 occurred and that that perception actually had a negative impact on someone to the point where they actually started crying. Uh, almost crying, like on the verge of crying. I could tell they were holding back a little bit. But yeah, no, it was definitely there. It was an emotional moment. And, uh, you know, I it's just, it's interesting how these things arise, you know. And then I go back and forth. It's like, oh, this person hurt me because of, this is a podcast number one. This person hurt me because, you know, they don't want to let me use their car because they don't feel comfortable with a one-handed person driving their car. And then here I am, being a one-handed person, uh, not allowing someone to help me when they sincerely wanted to help me because I'm projecting this idea of inability or low capacity or limitation. And and uh, it's detrimental. It's harmful. It's harmful in both ways, you know. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, it's interesting because I am slightly speechless because mostly, you know, in the last couple of weeks, both of these thoughts have come up and they're old school thoughts. You know, the one's like, oh, it's got to be 25 years old and the other one's easily 15 years old, you know. But they and it's not like they're constantly arising in my mind and stuff like that. But this time around, I think about them occasionally, you know, they're definitely there. But this time around, they, they've just, they're moving in tandem, you know, they're just like together and I'm looking at it and I'm really looking at it. And I'm also looking at the conditions that are allowing both of these things to arise. Because even though they're similar in impact and how 
people were affected and who was affected, there are really two parts of a one-handed coin. So, yeah, these two podcasts are coming off a little, a little lean and a little more to the serious, heavier side. Usually I don't go there, but this is what's on my mind. And, you know, I'm breaking it down into two parts, my friends. So there we go. We're all caught up again. And let's see if I can get... Uh, podcast 294 out next week and on time so there it is my friends see i told you he's strange and wonderful hey thanks for tuning in this is alejandro with one hand speaks find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets